This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. Okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. This is episode 25. This is On Purpose with Justin Barclay. Extraordinary stories of ordinary heroes on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome to On Purpose. My name's Justin Barclay, reformed radio shock jock turned inspiration junkie. Each week we bring you extraordinary stories of ordinary heroes living their daily lives, turning pain into purpose, finding opportunities in the obstacles, and transforming tragedy into triumph. What separates them from the others? How do they stand out in the crowd? We dissect their process and uncover their powerful secrets, the keys to living life on purpose. Today, I got a couple of great stories for you, and I want to tell you about some real heroes, some people in the world that don't get a big enough spotlight, some folks that maybe necessarily don't wear capes, some people that do deserve our best, our gratitude. And I want to tell you how you're a bigger part of this picture than you even ever may realize this episode really starts today with the fact that i've been doing a lot of radio work this last couple of uh weeks some shows some fill-in uh this is the kind of thing that i used to do it's, it really was my you know my, my life's work for the last 20 years i worked on the air and i know i guess the majority of it was the wacky fun radio morning show. But I also did some political talk over the last couple of years. And I decided not only was that not for me, I didn't want to talk politics much. It just wasn't the thing that, that really drove me. This podcast, the things that we talk about here, solution oriented radio versus complaints, What's focusing on what's wrong. Those are the things that I wanted to do. In the last couple of weeks, I've been able to really kind of make note of a few things because I've been sort of injected back into it. And, you know, it, it part of Lee is, is, is my choice. Um, I've been having some fun. So I can't say that, that, that this is... <laughs> this is something that I'll, I'll never do or never want to do because... At the end of the day, when you get to play with toys, sometimes that can be a lot of fun. And it's and it has been one of the things that I want to take away from the last few weeks. And as I've been talking about politics, I've been talking about the things that are in the news and it's an election year. How can you not? Right. How can you not talk about some of these major issues with the campaigns and and. Let's look at the two major candidates. Let's look at what's happening right now, I think, in the news mostly. And and what you'll find is that, anyway, what I found is that people are really struggling. 
they've got a couple of candidates that they don't necessarily feel great about. And if you look at these candidates, they, they do. They have a lot of negatives. People that are voting or claim to be voting for these candidates are really voting against the other candidate. <laughs> no matter which one you're talking about. I don't remember what the exact numbers were when we looked at polls on these, but they were voting against the other one or they were voting against some things that the other stood for. Uh, some of it policy, but a lot of it had to do with just how they felt about that other person, personalities, those kind of things. And there was some folks that were voting party, etc. Now, again, this podcast, this show, not about politics. So I'm not going to make it about the politics. Matter of fact, I'm not even going to mention candidate names. I am going to tell you this. As I was going through this, as I was kind of digging through the information, it really struck me. It struck me how divided on certain things this country can seem. And it struck me how starving, how hungry that we are as a people for real leadership. It really struck me, to say the least, that, that, that we are without a doubt, without a doubt, every day searching for heroes. We're searching for those things. And I tell you where we don't find them. We don't find them in politics. There's a lot of fear-based manipulation that happens, especially in politics. There's a lot of fear-based um, rhetoric that happens on both sides of the aisle, right? The back and forth, don't vote for this person because they're evil. And I'm not going to get in again, like I said, to who I... Um, like, if that can be even one of either one of them, actually, <laughs> right? Or why I feel the way I feel about certain things. What I am going to tell you is that that says an awful lot, I believe, about our entire society and about our country as a whole and maybe even the nation or the world, rather. So... Are we really, truly, and I guess I had to ask myself this question. Are we really, truly in a place where leaders are that rare? Are we really, truly finding ourselves in a time where there aren't really any heroes? There aren't people that we can look up to. And I don't necessarily mean you and me, but I'm talking about our kids the next generation are there people that they can model are there people that they can look up to are the people that we can say as a society that that is how I want my kid to act that is how I want my kid that's what I want them to grow up to be do we have that picture I have an answer for you but it may not be the one you like there is still some light at the end of the tunnel. We'll take that train when we come back. Today's episode, I promise, has a happy ending. But I had to start with getting real. You're listening to On Purpose with Justin Barclay on the Blaze Radio Network. The Blaze Radio Network. In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. 
okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. listening to On Purpose with Justin Barkley on the Blaze Radio Network. Where have all the heroes gone? Where are the leaders of our society? If you're watching the news, chances are you're not going to find them. There are no short supply. And that may be by design. If you look around these days, you're a kid, especially... I think if you're a kid, maybe you're growing up in this country, you'll find some heroes. You'll find them in some very interesting places. If you're an adult, you may find them in the same places as well. The heroes we worship, the heroes that we raise up on pedestals these days, are all reality TV stars. A matter of fact, one of them's running for president. They're all sports figures. They're all people that have done something that is shallow, that is hollow, that isn't real. And I believe it's because we're starving for the real deal. Seriously, let's kind of analyze this. We pay our athletes millions and millions and millions of dollars to play games that we played as kids on the playground. We play the millions of dollars or we pay the millions of dollars because they make us feel good about ourselves, right? They make us feel alive again. They make us feel like we did when we were kids. Reality television stars, movie stars, whoever they might be in the tabloids. These are the people that we look up to these days. We don't have the real tales, the stories, the modern day parables, right? That pass down the principles and the values that we truly believe in. Heck, what are principles and values anymore? Do we even still have those in this world that we live in in 2016? I can remember, and I'll tell you a little bit about my hero growing up as I watched my dad And I think many of us did have parents who we looked up to. And maybe it was your dad. Maybe it was an uncle. Maybe it was your mom. Whoever it was. I remember watching him and learning much about life just by what he did. It wasn't as much about what my dad said. It wasn't necessarily the stories that he told, although he did tell some great stories. It was more about what he did, who he was, and how he showed up in the world. My dad was a teacher for 40-some-odd years. Eventually, they, they basically had to make him retire, you know. He was one of the best teachers that I, I've ever encountered, including the ones that I had in school. I mean, my dad was the first one 
to school every day. I mean, he met the custodian there when they unlocked the keys with the keys and unlocked the building in the morning, you know, bright and early before the sun is even up. And a lot of times my dad was one of the last ones to leave at night. I remember there's a lot of nights that he didn't get home until, you know, much later, probably about seven, eight o'clock at night. Why? He was devoted. He was very devoted to his craft. He was devoted to his kids. I mean, there were times that I remember as when we were together shopping in bookstores, we'd be going through these bookstores and my dad, it was like a black hole. We'd be at the mall. This is back when they still had, you know, bookstores and <laughs> bookstores in the mall. But we'd be at the mall and my dad would say, I just want to run in here to um, it was like Walden Books or Dalton. Do you, you remember those back these books, bookstores before they have the, you know, the big uh, Barnes and Nobles and some of the others that have even gone out of business nowadays. But he'd run in and that was in air quotes, by the way, he'd run in. <laughs> And then he would get sucked in like a black hole. And we, I mean, my brother and I, we, at first we'd kind of take this with stride, you know, we'd like, oh, we'd like to walk around and kind of take a look at a couple of these books. But after you, after a certain while you lose interest as a kid, there's not a huge amount of things that you can look at and do in a bookstore. And eventually it's time to go and you want to leave. And he'd just say, oh, just a few more minutes. He'd be looking. He'd be just sucked in to this this experience. And I don't know how long we spent because to us, it could have been 15 minutes in real time. It could have been a half an hour. But to us, it was an eternity. And he'd always leave with a big stack of books. Inevitably, he'd be carrying them through the store as he was perusing, browsing the next book and taking a look and reading through, flipping, thumbing through the pages. And he'd have a stack in his arms. And then inevitably, like I said, he'd kind of just wander up to the cash register and, and plunk this load of books down at the cash register. When they saw him coming, they knew. <laughs> Here's the guy keeping us in business. Matter of fact, I wonder if his retirement had anything to do with some of, some of these bookstores closing down. Either way, he used to spend all of his time and what seemed like his extra money on these books. These books were special because as a kid, they didn't end up back at our house. My brother and I never really <laughs> got to read these books. You see, these books weren't for us. These books were for his kids. My father's kids were his students. Now, I'm not taken away from anything that my father did or how great of a father he was because he was, and I might be a little biased, but he was the best in my heart and in my eyes. He really was. But at the time as a kid, you kind of start to scratch your head and go, Dad, you spent a lot of money on those kids there at school. You spent a lot of time <laughs> with those kids at school. What is going on? Well, he was devoted. He was one of the most devoted teachers I know. And the children that he taught were in an underprivileged part of town. See, these kids... They never would have had access to anything like this, these books. 
their parents didn't have the money to buy these kind of things. And they certainly didn't have a lot of the time and they didn't have people really showing the interest in them that my dad did as a teacher. So when I look at the lessons that I learned through life, when I look at who an example of a real leader, an example of a true hero, someone who showed me what it's like in many ways to be a man. I look at my father. Now, he wasn't a handyman. You know, he didn't know how to change the oil on the car. <laughs> he wasn't really um, the kind of guy who could poke around in the workshop, tinkering, uh, and fix just about anything in the house. But he taught me some real, true life skills. How to treat other people. What's wrong versus right. Some of the gold standards. Matter of fact, the golden rule. Those lessons, they can still be taught today. And I think they are taught in many ways, in very quiet ways, maybe silently, as we watch the people maybe closest in our lives. And as those that watch us learn quietly. See, the real heroes don't wear capes. They're everyday people. They walk amongst us. They're living their ordinary lives in extraordinary ways. Our real leaders are still here. They're just not as loud as the bombastic, the boisterous. They're not as flashy as the hollow Hollywood scene. Because they're more about Main Street. They're more about what's happening on your street, as a matter of fact. That's where you'll find them. Another example of some great leaders, some heroes that need a, shot, a spotlight shined on them couple of folks that I had a chance to meet this week, as a matter of fact, I want to tell you their stories when we come back and tell you a way that I believe we can really be the heroes, be the leaders that this world, this country needs right now more than ever. That's right after this. By the way, get on my VIP all access newsletter. If you're not already there, you're missing out. You can go to justinbarclay.com on my blog and put in your name and your email. Or right now, grab your cell phone and text in 44222, the number 44222, my name, Justin. And I'll send you tips, tricks, tools, techniques to help you build your business and live your life on purpose. Uh, literally dozens of ways that you can create more freedom in your life. Love to see you in the VIP. Ordinary heroes walk among us every day. These are their stories. On Purpose with Justin Barclay. 
on the Blaze Radio Network. The progressive movement is full of lies. Why do Americans keep falling for the deception? In his new book, Liars, Glenn Beck reveals the simple answer, fear. At our most basic level, we're all afraid of something, and progressives exploit this by offering us solutions to our fears. Solutions based on lies and an unrelenting hunger for power and control. Understanding the roots of these lies is key to helping us stop the disease of progressivism. Liars by Glenn Beck. On sale now at glennbeck.com slash liars. Ordinary heroes walk among us every day. These are their stories. On Purpose with Justin Barclay on the Blaze Radio Network. I just told you about my father, but now I want to tell you about another father who lost his daughter October 1st, 1993. An armed man broke into their house where she was staying with her mother and two friends as they were about to wrap up and go to bed that night, their slumber party. This man broke in with a knife and he threatened to stab and kill this girl if she made a sound. She said, no, take me. It's okay. Very quietly. Just don't. Whatever you do, hurt my mom or my sister who was sleeping in the other room. October 1st, 1993, Polly Class went missing. She was eventually killed within just hours of being taken. And that's when her father's journey really began. I had the opportunity to meet and talk with Mark Class, who's Polly Class's father. You may remember this story. It made big headlines. They talked a lot about that story. They talked a lot about the man who's still serving time. And to this day, I believe he got a death sentence in California. They, they talked a lot about the particulars of the case. Matter of fact, what happened to Polly. But what they really don't talk much about these days, and it's a shame, is what Mark is doing, what he's up to. See, Mike went on to found the Class Kids Foundation. And through the memory of Polly, he goes out and he talks with parents these days. He gives them tips about what to do, how to keep their children safe, especially when they're in public. He really gives back. And I tell you, meeting Mark, there's a twinkle in his eye. There's an energy about him. He has this passion to help other people. Passion that was sparked by a very, very bad thing. The loss of his daughter. And while I can't even imagine what that's got to be like for him or what it was like for him, I asked him that question. Mark, where did this come from? Where did this foundation and this campaign and where did all these things come from? 
Mark said, well, I guess it all started right then when Polly went missing. And since then, he's never looked back. In his answer, I almost heard a duty, not just a choice and a decision, but almost a duty that he felt bound to. Which, as you know, is rare these days. When you talk about duty, when you talk about honor. Oftentimes, I feel like it's in short supply. Mark Class was able to do what we talk about on a regular basis, turn a tragedy into triumph. His daughter lives on through the lives of so many others these days. She may not be here with us in person, and if she were, she'd be about 35 years old. The world... is definitely a different place because of the sacrifices that he's made. And speaking of sacrifices, I met another man this week, Eric Jansen. Eric is the uncle of a man that we lost Way too soon. Now, Eric, back in 2012, his nephew, a native of West Michigan where I live, David Warson, was a Navy SEAL. He lost his life in service to our country back in Afghanistan in 2012. Eric Jansen is a board member of this David Warson Legacy Foundation, and then this weekend, as we speak, they actually are holding a 5K run and hero walk. And I had a chance to meet him and, of course, hear the story, and as David still to this day tears up talking about it, how special this young man was, his nephew David. Eric tells me about how David was about to be married in December of that year, 2012. And in August, lost his life with some fellow soldiers he was serving with. And this helicopter went down in Afghanistan. It tells me that this guy just lit up a room, that he made the world a better place just by being alive. And that really may be the definition of a true leader. A real hero, someone who just makes the world a better place just by being alive. I told Eric, you know, I can't imagine what their family's gone through as they sacrifice so much. You know, these families of service members, they sacrifice so much. But I got to say that not only was David, who was wearing a uniform that day and not a cape. Not only was he a real hero, but he's inspired heroes to be born of his family, of his friends, the people that knew him. 
just through his service, just through the way he lived his everyday life. He's inspired others. Even though he may not be with us physically today, his spirit, his memory lives on. With this 5K legacy run and, and walk, they, they do the hero walk. They do and have been doing it for four years. An amazing job of raising some money that does some great things. Over the holidays, they send great care packages to our troops who are overseas. A little taste of home to make them feel good. Make them feel like somebody does care. Let them know that we miss them that we love him and that we appreciate him. David was a soccer player and he played for a local high school here. And he also played a little soccer in college and they've lined up scholarships for soccer players at their high school. They've also lined up scholarships for some of the universities as well. And every day kids from this area, from other places every day, they're experiencing a little bit of a gift of education because of the sacrifice David made and the service that his friends and family members have put forward. The gift keeps on giving. But it was maybe one of the other things that Eric mentioned that really struck me the most. He said that one of the things that we like to do with this cash that we raise is we like to take the money and save it for special times when we can commit random act of kindness, random acts to random people who are in need. And he told me one specific case of a family who was in desperate need. They had just lost their house due to a fire. Another great specific case where I believe it was a woman who was getting out of an abusive relationship and desperately needed some money to take her kids and, and do some things. And another great act of kindness where he was able to, to help a family whose child had cancer and they were traveling to get the best medical care over in Cleveland and they didn't know where they were going to be. Ronald McDonald House, another location where they were going to be staying or how they were going to pay for it. And this foundation was able to step in and lend a hand so that this family wouldn't have to worry, which is another thing that they, they could take off their plate. And as I heard all these stories of all these amazing things that they were able to do and all these things that they were able to accomplish, I thought to myself, one person's life, one person's memory can live on through so many others. I just thought to myself that, man... It's true immortality. If you want to make a difference, do something for somebody else. Put a smile on somebody's face. If you want to really make a difference, if you really want to be a hero, it doesn't take very much. 
I said it earlier, and I'll say it again. And coming up, I'll explain it even further. Real heroes don't wear tights. They don't wear capes. I'll tell you who they are and where you can find them right after this. Extraordinary stories of ordinary heroes. This is On Purpose with Justin Barclay on the Blaze Radio Network. Don't miss the morning blaze with Doc and Skip. Instead of straining to find bad, I think Donald Trump meant this. Why aren't they noticing and reporting on the gobs of obvious, irrefutable bad that's all around? The Veterans Administration is irrefutably bad and continues to be irrefutably bad. Yet president after president has done nothing to change the culture. The morning blaze with Doc and Skip. Weekday morning, 6 to 9 Eastern on the Blaze Radio Network. This is On Purpose with Justin Barclay on the Blaze Radio Network. Real heroes don't wear tights. They don't wear capes. They don't have funny makeup or masks that they wear. Real heroes walk amongst us every day. Matter of fact, the difference between a hero and the difference between Let's say an average Joe like, I don't know, yourself or me. The difference is very small. It's in the tiny, magical moments. It's in the everyday decisions that are made. It's not made up in big events. And the truth is, every single one of us you included, right, has a chance to be a hero. You know, as I was talking earlier about this vacuum, this leadership hole, right, this vacuum that seems to be in our world, in our society today that we watch on the news and we're looking, I think, desperately starving for that leadership, the real heroes to step up and and turn up. And grab this country and the world by the reins and just take charge. I think every day we're looking for people to do that. And oftentimes, even in our very, you know, personal conversations that we have with each other, we say, yeah, somebody ought to do something about that. We say things like, you know... If I were in charge, and the truth is, you are. The truth is, really, you are that somebody. When you say things like, somebody ought to do something about that, you're the person. You're the one to get it done. The difference between heroes and everyone else is merely action. It's taking the initiative. It's moving forward. It's not enough just to have ideas. Ideas are great. 
whether you're looking at your business, whether you're looking at your personal life in politics, maybe you're just talking about the everyday things that happen. It's taking action. It's the action that separates us. So what are you waiting for? You know, when I talk to a lot of people, especially people that are building a home business or people that are, they have this book inside of them that they want to write. They have this dream, right? When I talk to folks, I hear a lot about what they'd like to do and less about what they're actually doing. See, the people that are taking action, and I get this because I've been on both sides of this fence, right? But the people who are taking action don't have time necessarily to tell you all that they've been doing because they're busy, head down, nose to the grindstone. They are grinding it out. They're hustling. They're working. They don't have time to tell you what they've been doing or what they're going to do. That's what separates the high performers, the world-class leaders, the real heroes. The real heroes don't say, well, you know, somebody ought to do something about this. Somebody ought to put together a program. Somebody ought to help that little old lady across the road. Somebody ought to do this, that, or the other. See, there's a principle that I learned when I was a Boy Scout. It goes all the way back to when we were camping. We'd show up at a campsite. We'd pitch our tents. We'd put everything together. You know, light the fire, unroll the sleeping bag, and settle in for a weekend trip there. We'd have our fun. We'd camp for a weekend. But it always came time that we had to pack things up. And when we would pack everything up, the tents would get rolled back up, folded back together, would clear everything out. I remember, and this is probably one of the clearest memories and one of the best lessons that I learned, but I remember that we would all make a line. We would line up at there at the campsite and we would walk through in a line together, canvassing the campsite, the spot where we would be. And we would look for trash or we would look for little things that we needed to pick up. Sometimes it could be something as simple as a branch or something that had fallen, whatever, pieces of wood, whatever it was. See, the powerful lesson that I learned there is that we always left our campsite better than when we found it. Can you imagine what kind of a world we'd live in if every day we left each other better than when we found each other? What if you left people better than when you found them? What if you left everything in life better? See, that's the true idea, and I believe the true power of profit. It's about making a situation. 
It's about making a product. It's about making people's lives better than when you found them. We all have that power. As Boy Scouts, we learned it. It's very simple. It doesn't take a lot, actually. But that powerful principle, that concept, that idea, that has the power to change the world. It has the power to change people's lives one by one, which in turn changes the world. Never thought I signed up for that when I was a kid. <laughs> I never really understood. When I was a Boy Scout, I thought, yeah, we're going to go out. And we're going to, we're going to, you know, have some fun. We're going to pitch some tents. We're going to camp. We're going to maybe do some fishing. Who knows, right? My dad didn't do much of this, that kind of stuff. He wasn't an outdoorsy uh, handyman kind of guy, right? I remember I told you about my dad, right? Although I learned many things from him and many wonderful things. These are not the things, the, the camping, et cetera, that I learned from him. <laughs> but I had an environment and a place to learn. And those, those dads that ran the Boy Scouts, those folks that I looked up to, those leaders, even though they weren't wearing capes, they may have been wearing badges. <laughs> those are the folks that we should salute. And we live in a world now where everything's upside down, right? Sideways. The very heroes we should be saluting, the very folks that we should be recognizing on a daily basis, right? Are the ones who have become our villains. And as we speak, this specific weekend, there is a movie in theaters right now. And many movies are like this in Hollywood, so it's not too untypical, but there's a movie right now in theaters where the villains become the heroes. It's no wonder our culture's so screwed up. We don't know who true heroes are anymore. They've polluted that thought process. And it's intentional. Why? Because if you can't recognize who a true hero is or what a true hero is, then there's less of a chance that you'll ever step up to be one yourself. And people don't realize the power they have. They don't realize. And when the mass population, when folks don't realize the kind of power that they truly hold in every decision, when they don't figure it out, when they can't, they're much easier to control. Because if you're left and you're unhappy and you're looking constantly to someone else to fix your problems and solve every solution for you, then you're mindless. You're easier to control. And at the end of the day, that's what they want. I'm here to tell you, you have the power.
You were born to be great. Each and every one of us was. Will you take the action? That's it for today. I really wish you the best and I want to see you succeed. I'd love to help you get there no matter what it is. A book that you've, you've been meaning to write. You want to start a blog. Maybe there's a home business or something that you would like to get off the ground and you need some help branding. You need some help social media. You need some help in any number of those areas. I'd love to help you build your business and live your life on purpose. And of course, got a great newsletter for that. JustinBarkley.com. Put in your name, put in your email, or you can text the number 44222, the number 44222. My name, Justin. And when it'll ask for your email, you just send that back and you're in and you can be in the VIP all access. You're missing out on a lot of fun. We're having a great time and I'd love to see you on the inside. That's it for today. Wish you the best. I just want to say, go out there. Be the hero that you fantasize about. Be the hero in your life and in the lives of others. Just do it. Just do it. You have the power. This is what you were born to do. And hey, the world needs you. Cheers to you and your life on purpose. It's time.